And we're live, guys, here on the Wrestling Rewind, as my phone indicated, because I'm a professional. Uh, <laughs> we have a lot to get through this week. This week, uh, we have two cards to get through. Possibly one of the worst things I've ever seen on TNA Wrestling had a show this week. So uh, we're going to get into those. But before we get into it, Dave, how are you, sir? It's a great day for wrestling, everybody. Welcome back to the only show hosted by people who actually like wrestling Believe except for maybe today think things might get a little a yeah. little nitpicky today i'm afraid yeah, yeah no t- today see this is why we go to the past where we can yes. actually enjoy it and like enjoy good shows um although i have to say you know straight off the bat impact wrestling had a much better show in my opinion and we will talk about it but um dave how are you doing how are, how are things getting on with you uh you know 2020 keeps throwing me curveballs but all in all you know, I think uh, come 2021, I got some exciting things in store. Nice. But, you know, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I, I could get all geeky and explain some other things cool that happened, but I'm going to save that for another show. Well, don't worry. There's other shows to do on, here on the network. Exactly. If, you, if you guys haven't subscribed, go over to Nerd to Know Media. Nerd to Know Media on YouTube. Nerd to Know Media on Twitch. Nerd Ducks on Twitch. Periscope. All that good stuff. You're able to find us. Please like and subscribe. Hit that bell, and also, um, if you want to get the shows, they're on Spotify, iTunes, all that good stuff. So, we are everywhere, and of course, here on Phoenix 92.5 FM, and the True Penny channel. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, big shout out to uh, Sheriff Lone Star and the True Penny channel, and all those guys. You guys, um, a lot of fun talking to and getting to know on Twitter. It's really cool, the interactions really cool. that we've had so far. So, I, I really appreciate this partnership. It, it's weird, right? Because... Uh, like it, it seems like we we pop the show over and then like a ton of people listen to it guys join us live we stream now we are going to go back to Tuesdays we're going to be streaming on Tuesdays every week <laughs> at 6pm Greenwich Mean Time we had to sort it out but that's when we're planning to do it so come over and you know interact because that's half the fun if you don't want to do that Twitter is a great way to do it I'm actually monitoring the Twitter as we speak and also uh, neartonomedia at gmail.com is where you can leave your thoughts because you know Feedback is appreciated. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. And if somebody doesn't want to chat in our little chat, what is the Twitter handle that they can find us at? They can send you a question during well, the show. For right now, because we haven't changed yet, the Twitter handle is still um, at WVIDesk. We will find something better for it, but at the moment it's still a legacy Twitter account. So, uh, yeah. we need to come Tweet us your suggestions, guys. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So, let's get to it. Um, okay. I, wanna, I want to, like get the bad out of the way first so let's talk the horror show extreme rules <sighs> aptly named oh aptly <laughs> aptly named right so going into it i was like okay this is gonna be different um i didn't exp- well I, what do you want to say right the wrestling was actually good like the actual in-ring stuff was really good mm-hmm. um i really enjoyed the tables match like a lot it was kind of short yeah it was a super good tables match um, <laughs> Anytime that they stack up two tables oh, yeah. and use them to put people through, I mark out. Yeah, it's just fantastic. As soon as I see that. It's, it's super good. But yep. everything just kind of, the endings made no sense or they were just weird. Mm. And then it had possibly one of the worst things I've ever seen on WWE, which is saying a lot as the main event. Okay, so I'm not the only one because yeah, was... see a lot of people don't know this or I've kind of alluded to the fact that I try not to watch other 
wrestling commentators or YouTube personalities, writers, et cetera, because I want to make sure that I find my own opinion. Mm. And what really surprised me is because stuff just pops up in my notifications because of the kind of stuff we do was how all these people were talking about how the swamp match saved the horror show extreme rules. And I was like, did you watch what I watch? Yeah. Yeah. Like, look here, we're big proponents of these cinematic matches, but this, this was atrocious. This was was garbage. It was not good. It it was rambling mess. Like, I like the Alexa Bliss thing of Sister Abigail. If that was pretty yes, fun. that was cool. Like I had some cool moments in it, but Braun Strowman ending, can't carry this. He's not John Cena. He's yep. not the Undertaker, right? He is. He's not. He's not Bray Wyatt, or he's not AJ Styles. Exactly. He's he's very one note as it is, and then you put him into somewhere where he has to actually like act. Oh, it was painful. It was bad. And it was very clear that they were trying to do... Well, this is what's even more confusing, is at first I thought, okay, what they're going for is we're going to do a boneyard match, but it's going to be in a swamp, and maybe we'll do some of those hardy compound things. Like, that was my thought process going into it. I didn't expect it to be a a D-horror movie with just terrible effects, which terrible effects was the theme of the night. Yeah. Um, Terrible effects, practically. There's a reason for that. Okay, well, yeah. we'll get into that in a second, but I just... Let, let's start at the beginning of the card and just try and just plow our way through this because there yeah, was good yeah. I want to talk about, and I don't want to. I don't want people coming in and saying, Guy, these people said they like wrestling. What's going on? We do. No, there just happened that, to be another that, show on. this week where no, that's we like wrestling. No, that's the thing. We did like wrestling. What we didn't like was when they moved away from wrestling <laughs> and gave us something that was completely different. So, look, um, yeah, Cesaro, Shinsuke Nakamura are your new SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Had a great match with the New Day. A- absolutely highlight of the card. Um, fantastic really really good great way to start the show um, they put on a great performance I really liked it it was a bit short though I would have liked it to go a little bit longer but you know it was what it was I was surprised they gave them titles oh I wasn't tables match is really? a really good way to protect to protect them mm. you know if you're going to do a surprise swap or if you're going to do a, something to change it up a tables match is a great way to do it because it's bad luck right you know, it's bad yeah. luck or whatever. It's not as definitive as a pinfall. Like you're going to a table. Um, I did. I, like, I agree with that. Yeah, I, I like. And the strength that Cesaro showed oh, by lifting up Kofi. Oh man, I don't know if anybody saw or has watched the Broken Skull sessions, but one of the previews that they do for it on the network is Steve Austin asking Mark Henry a bunch of questions like, "Who's the strongest? Who's like?" the easiest to lift you who works out the hardest who you know all these who's the pound for pound strongest guy in the WWE that kind of thing and his answer for nearly all of them was Cesaro yeah Cesaro like, use him man man he's, he, he deserves so much more but I think Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura are a really good team um, it's a team of two people who can't really talk that well together you but don't have to they just, they just work because yeah, their wrestling to. is amazing exactly um, Bailey versus Nikki Cross. Now I was disappointed in this. Um, Me too. It was the for the women's SmackDown Championship. Um, I love heel Bailey with Sasha Banks. I think it's great, but I also love Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss. So these are my four favorite women in the WWE, probably in wrestling. And the match it was very poor. It wasn't poor because it was a bad match. The way they kind of ended it with the nook shot and yeah. you know, it, it's like they were buying for time. Just wore something else. It was very the commentary was very odd about it too, like mm-hmm. saying, "Oh, it wasn't that obvious. It was like they couldn't figure out exactly where they wanted to call this match either," which struck me as very peculiar. 
What was weird about it is usually when they use the brass knucks, it's to the face, which makes sense. But yeah. they hit her in the ribs, and then it was like, I know they went for the finish, but it was like, yeah, brass knucks hurt, but it felt very flat. You know, it felt extremely flat, and that was something that really hurt this card overall. Like, this is supposed to be an extreme pay-per-view, and nothing really extreme was done. Now, we're going to talk about the obvious in a minute, but... Yeah. Um, you know, as far you know, as... The, like, the, the, this plays totally into the second match of the night. Or, not the second match, the second women's match of the night, because as soon as this had a screwy finish, I went, oh, okay... Now my hopes are gone for that being a straight up match. That's gonna have a screwy finish. Yeah, and yeah. you know all these up... all these matches were screwy. Fin- this was like this was like Vince Russo special. It was, and I'm not a guy that believes that you should judge a match by its ending. I do believe that you need to take everything into consideration. However, when your entire match is building up to that ending, and that's the story you're telling, then I think it can be defined by that ending. There's two things. One, if there was a crowd here, a lot of this would probably be different. Agreed. And you can get away with some of it. But there's no crowd, so you're just left sitting there going, what the hell was that? Right? And I miss crowds. I, don't I mean, look, it's I, smart. It's smart. But I'm saying when we go back and we watch stuff from, you know, the 2000s, 99, heck, even a year ago, it's just I'm starting to wear thin on how much wrestling I can tolerate. A motorcycle that goes by every time we do the show. That um, that guy sorry, sh- that guy just shows up every week. He does out of um, all the time. <laughs> he just pops up, and no matter when we do it, we move the show three times this week, and he's still oh, here he's we still go. there. He's still there. still there. But yeah, whatever I was just saying, I stand by. <laughs> yeah, no, look, I agree with you, and this is one of the great things about doing the the this format where we can look back because you know it's not in a world that's kind of ruined. But with this, it's like it kind of go. It kind of goes to um, you know to the belief that wrestling is important with its crowd. But when you look at this, it's like a lot of the bad stuff in this would have probably been patched over by having a crowd. But now it's just like yeah, it's just poor, and this just shows it. Like M- MVP uh, just declaring himself the US champion, interesting, but a raw angle. And again, it was a like, raw angle, and I expected somebody to come out. Anybody, I was like, anybody. anybody to come out, you know? But it's just like... Apollo, yeah, okay, I, can I fantasy book? We're allowed to fantasy book on this network, right? We are, but one second before you go. Okay, So, yes. So in AEW, they say why such and such isn't there once they get the virus, right? Apollo Crews gets the virus, and it's like, oh, he's hurt from an attack that happened two weeks ago. It's like, this makes no sense. <laughs> this is dumb as hell. Sorry, go on. Byron Saxton, to that point specifically, Byron Saxton looked absolutely like not devastated. It's not the word I'm looking for, but he looked maybe humiliated that he had yeah. to lie and say that, oh, he got an injury, blah blah blah. It's like I have to cover up for something that the company could have prevented, uh, allegedly. Is well, what not, I'm e- not even that, but like just be honest with the people. Just be like, yeah. listen, we know what's going on. At least now people are wearing masks, thank God, in the in the crowd, and it's like just say, hey. He got the virus. Sorry, you know instead of maybe they maybe they don't want to be deplatformed. Yeah, <laughs> but like you know, AEW to their credit are just like yeah, look, it just is what it is. Like people aren't stupid. Like, I'm, I think Vince really doesn't want people to believe that the virus has 
is a part of the WWE universe, despite the fact that you look... <laughs> the virus is not canon, everybody. Not canon, <laughs> despite the fact that they're wearing masks now and there's like a handful of people and it's just like, this is crazy. It's just, it's so ridiculous that just... It blows your sense of disbelief, uh, sense of disbelief, suspension of disbelief completely out, out of the water. Like, it does. But uh, sorry, yeah, fantasy book away. Fantasy book away. Okay, so they have to forfeit. Why not have the Intercontinental Champion come out and say... You just want to see AJ Styles. I do just want to see AJ yes. Styles. Um, <laughs> why not have AJ come out and say, no, 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 you have to earn your titles around here. And they could do some kind of like back and forth with them and they could do almost like a... If you know some sort of, I don't know. That's as far as I fantasy booked was. I, I want to see AJ Styles on this card, and that was where I could shoehorn him in. I, well, I they, haven't thought it through. I'm not. I'm not a booker for a reason. Well, on that point, what they could have done is they could have AJ Styles come out and uh, have a title, a champion versus championship expedition match. Okay, maybe that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, and it's like, kind of like if you can beat the Intercontinental Champion, then you get to become the U.S. Champion. Yeah, like that would, be would cool. have been a cool concept. Yeah, but again, here's the thing. If WWE, more modern WWE, Brent has this saying. Actually, we came up with this theory. So, if something is fun and interesting, WWE won't do it. It can't be one fun and interesting. It has to be one of the other. <laughs> so, yeah, it just that's it. But oh, that felt good. I got, I got like <laughs> you got the ten book? years of shackles taken off of me where I wasn't able to fantasy book. That, that felt good for a moment. <laughs> I don't, I don't see a problem with fantasy booking. To be honest with you, it's not a, it's not, it's not, it's not a crime. That should be a t-shirt. Oh, fancy booking it, isn't a crime. Fantasy booking isn't a crime. So anyway, <laughs> oh, speaking of masks and merchandise, uh, big announcement. I have ordered my AJ Styles face mask. <laughs> I can't wait for it to come. <laughs> I have an N95 mask that I wear, and it's absolutely hell because you can't breathe with it. No, uh, they suck. I have to wear them yeah, for they... six to eight hours every night. Oh, man. While, oh, it they sucks. Suck. They suck so bad. It's like, this is, you know. And we, but, don't um, even get, we don't even get the KN95s. My company's cheap. Yeah, that's right. I know you don't listen to this show. Uh, my a... company's cheap, and they just buy us those little cloth things to put on. Like, it's it's a joke. It's once a joke. Much, once they're much shiny, and the fact that an AJ, once the month 95 chimes in, the fact that an AJ Styles mask is just simply amazing. So, yeah, we, we have maybe I'll, when I, when it comes in the mail, maybe I'll wear it for a show. <laughs> or, or have it up beside you. Also, yeah, I'll, to... I'll put it on like Drew. Where's Drew? Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre's there. Yeah, he's, there he's over is. there. Yeah. He's there somewhere. There's a great picture of Oscar down here too. By the way, if you're listening to the audio version and wondering what on earth is going on right now, you should check us out on YouTube or exactly. Twitch. By the way, uh, before we get into it, though, Curry Zane is gone from the WWE, and it makes me really sad because I love. Wait, Curry what? Zane. I thought you just said they re-signed her and all this stuff. You were so no, happy. No, no, she's gone. She's moving back to Japan because she got married recently, so she wants to hang out with her husband. And I'm like, all right, that's that's fair, fair. play. But uh, they didn't like beat her or write her off. They actually gave her a pretty good send off. But I'm sad because I love Curry Zane. She's like my she's like, next to Oscar. She's like my favorite. Like, you know. Wait, a big anime head like you is really attached to the female wrestlers? I never would have guessed. Well, she's like my, 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 my probably my favorite uh, female performer on the Raw roster. So it's like, awesome. That sucks. But Asuka is a close second. So at least, you know, there's Asuka. But it just sucks, man. It's like, why did, you know... Although, look, fair play to her for getting married. She wants to go and spend time with her husband because... She doesn't know if she'd be able to go back to Japan or anything like that, so I suppose you have to kind of do it in the climate. And 
WDB obviously are like happy enough, so I imagine she'd come back when all this blows over. I have to say, Becky Lynch as well probably made the right decision by getting out of Dodge and taking some time off. Oh, um, I mean, way. trust me, this is not the time when you want to mess around with stuff no, like that. Like, not. the future is more important than the present. Definitely. But, okay, speaking of Becky Lynch's uh, husband, or they got married, yeah, didn't they? Um, I think so. Seth Rollins and Rey Mysterio, right? So this was an eye for an eye match. And when I was watching it, I'm like, there's no way this is what it means. It can't be what it means. Oh, it was what it meant. It was what it meant. So the only way you can win is for one competitor to extract the eye of the opponent. If you watched the show and like heard it last week and you heard my great pontification about how this no, could be a changing of consciousness for the Messiah. Exactly nope. exactly what it says, it's, yeah. Yep, it, is, it was a horror show. And it was the dumbest thing I have ever seen in my life. I am, I'm, this is no secret, I'm a huge Deathmatch fan. I just bought, finally, my first wrestling show of this year I'm going to be attending in a couple weeks, um, a two-day Deathmatch tournament that I can't wait to go to. And we, so, might have, we might have the organizer on the show too. Yeah, let's let's promote things that we have. Well, actually, we have kind of set in stone, but yeah, we have let's let's let's, let's let's promote things we've only set into. You <laughs> have to book text. ahead. If you don't, this is what WWE don't do. That's why that's why they're yeah. You got to book ahead. Give give the pe- tease. You have to let people know what's happening instead of just random stuff at the wall every week. Well, I guess to that point, next week's show, we're going to be reviewing King of the Ring 1998. Yes. And uh, Mr. V, my old co-host for three years, will be joining us. So I'm, really I'm so excited because that. that's, the, that's the, the pay-per-view of the greatest lie ever told. The greatest lie ever told. Yeah. I know we've covered that match, <laughs> we covered that but match. we have first not blood. covered that match. Yeah, first and blood first blood. Match. But we haven't covered that match in context with the rest of the show. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to be curious to see how it feels. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Besides, who doesn't want to keep talking about that match? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> right. So, eye for an eye match. Right. So, it was your, it was your straightforward. Okay, right. It's a blood feud. This is why you made no sense. It's a blood feud, and it starts off with them doing flips and holes. And it's like, yeah, what? This is, you know, bring out a little screwdriver or something. You know, try to shiv them, because it's like, you know, it just doesn't make any sense. It's like if you're if you're if you're doing this wrestle towards that kind of style instead of just hey we're going to do a wrestling match and then we're going to work some spots in which is what it felt like mm, it was very paint by numbers it was very paint by numbers um, a very cool move though that I really enjoyed um, and it was actually kind of ruined because they basically did the spot to like back to back but it was Ray Ray doing his slide out of the ring mm. and he turned that into almost like a code red power bomb into the barricade I thought that was great. But then literally right before that, they had done a hurricanrana into a power bomb into the yeah. barricade. And I was like, why, why aren't you mixing it up? It was just very oddly booked. Um, and it was, it was a standard Ray Mysterio match. And I say that as in like, you with much respect. Oh yeah. It's like, look, Ray's great, but it was very much your move, my move. And mm-hmm. then we go to the finish, uh, breaking a kendo stick to poke someone's eye out. That was cool. That was cool, but also, again, there's other ways to do it. Um, so look, I was looking for spoons. That's what I wanted that's, to see. I don't know why they didn't do that. That would have been cool. Spoon the IO, you know? So apparently what happened was, they. so Rey Mysterio would have won this match if he had a resigned. He didn't resign, so that's why set run. So they shot it earlier in the day, so it wasn't live, which makes sense. And apparently they shot a much more gory CGI-filled thing where they actually pulled the IO. 
which is why mm. Seth Rollins got sick. But Finn yeah, said no. Him getting him throwing up bothered me more than seeing the fake eyeball. Yeah, I was like, that's really. Also, it was kind of like, why is he so freaked out and Dominic isn't screaming his head off that his dad is blind now? Like, because he has. We miss a one eye, so it's like. He seemed more upset about it than anyone else. You know, I don't know about you, but if you ever seen anyone yeah. get injured in that way, you're like, oh man, this would freak out. Oh, it, like, sh- it, put, it either puts you into an absolute freak out or absolute shock, and yeah. Dominic was in neither of those neither, two. He was just like, hey, I'm on TV. It's like, yeah, his, his, he honestly, and first of all, you, you're going to send like just a referee down to help things out? Where the, the heck medic? was the whole medical team? Yeah, you know what they yeah. should have done? What they should have done is they should have had like a shot, with, like, and they would have done this in the attitude era because we've seen it, right? They would have had like, and we have the EMTs waiting behind, waiting backstage, shoot the ambulance. They don't actually have to be there, but just make it feel yeah. real. And then be like, hey, look, just in case this is a serious match, uh, blah, blah, blah. No, none of that. It was like, no, none of that. And, uh, the, and, way they, um, and the way they did it, where it's like he's, it was like a marble that popped out. It was just like, man, this is, this is so late. And then, so not late. only that, this wasn't just WrestleMania. Shout out, great YouTube channel. This wasn't oh, yeah. just WrestleMania. This was also, what was the point? Like, we knew it was probably going to be Ray because it's a lot easier to conceal something in a mask, but then, no, it had nothing to do with that. They just over-edited it. It was like watching a, uh, it was like watching a, who's that guy? A Michael Bay film. I couldn't follow any of the action. Also, it was just cut, cut, cut. No blood. Yeah. No blood. It's like, listen, I, you know, if someone hit, I don't know if you ever broke in your nose or ever got hit in the nose or anything like that. Or hit you. No, I'm stuff... an upstanding citizen, Dara. I would never be engaged in such activities. <laughs> but stuff bleeds. If somebody, yes. if I, no, I've never lost an eye, thank God, or seen anyone lose an eye. But you know, it, that stuff would bleed like you wouldn't believe. You know, case in point, mm. the, the ladder spot from a couple of years ago, where oh, you know, and it just pissed blood. That was and that was that was a uh, uh, Joey Rock. Joey Mercury. Joey Mercury. Yeah. That was just... Matt Hardy's idea, and it's one of the reasons that to this day. Paul London. Oh my gosh, I'm plugging all my favorite wrestlers. That Paul London has no respect for Matt Hardy because oh. everybody in that match went to the hospital, including Jeff, at some point to check in on Joey Mercury, except, except Matt. for Matt Hardy. Well, so there you go. Sorry guys, but those are the facts. Hashtag facts. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of it. You know, it was it was a very disappointing 80 minute match that had some good spots in it, but. What they should have done is they should have just done anything else. It's like a loser leaving. Um, <laughs> That's a great. That's a, you know, just, what they should have done is literally anything else. Literally anything else. Just don't call. Don't, don't promise them. It's all about expectation, guys. Mm. If you set an expectation, you better deliver on it. Deliver on it, or you're gonna be upset. And that's the problem. You promised blood here. You didn't deliver it. Like, you know. Yeah. It's just it's it's that's why people are upset. Like it's not rocket science. If you, yeah. you know, and then Charlie Charlie in the back is quickly saying well the ocular nerve is still attached he's going to be fine well then what was the point point? and the reason they did that was in case he comes back so right, you know right. when, he, when he shows up they're not like what happened you know although to be fair it's WWE they'd probably just be like oh you know but they could give him a, a Drago style mask instead where you, the eyes are covered well no no it's... yeah I think that's him where like the eyes are covered or like a Sin Cara style no because then, then it's like how is he seeing well, I don't know yes. if you're aware of this, but there was this great series called uh, Daredevil. Daredevil. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's just I don't know, man. It's it was dumb, you know. WWE, I don't know what what drugs they were doing, but kind of. But you know what? It, you know what it did because... do, and I got to say this: um, it made people who don't pay attention 
to wrestling, see something pop up in their news feed. It just actually did make mainstream news because I got a text. No way. Um, I did. Yeah, I got a text from my girlfriend who was like, is this what you're watching right now? And I was like, yeah, but this isn't what I'm this. This isn't don't judge us by this, man. Like, I swear to you, this is not what wrestling is like. No. By the way, I'm going to a deathmatch tournament in a couple of weeks. <laughs> I'm so jealous. So jealous. But, uh, okay, so then we had a screwy finish with uh, Oscar and Sasha Banks. We had another screwy finish with Drew McIntyre. Good match, though. It was a good match. That's the worst part. It was a great match, but it was so screwy. Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler started off as a screwy finish and continued that way, where the extreme... So Ziggler could do whatever he wants, but but, uh, Drew, it was a singles match. It's like, what's the point, like? It's the point, you know. Yeah, be honest. I skipped this match. I'm not even gonna pretend I watched nothing. it. You missed nothing. You missed nothing. It was no consequence. No consequence. And then Bray Wyatt versus Braun Strowman. As we said, the worst thing that I've seen in wrestling in about a decade. So, what are we to believe? That the, for those of us or those of you like aren't aware, they did this at the Quiet Compound and they tried to incorporate different. I don't even care enough to explain it. It was crap. Don't watch it. It was garbage. I, like, it was literally, garbage. don't go watch it. Absolute but so, garbage. like the ending. What were we supposed to assume that? That he got thrown into a swamp and torn up by alligators. The, from what, from my understanding of it, it's that uh, good Bray Wyatt is gone. Either world's Bray Wyatt is back, but the fiend is taken over, and that's basically it. So does this mean no more Funhouse? I think so. Yeah. I don't know. It makes no Whatever. sense. Like it's just it's okay. they've they've completely lost the wheel. But look, the 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 show gets a D, D minus, um, solely for the tables match. Um, this is this is the worst, the worst lockdown pay per view that this company has had. By I'd far. say it's one of the worst pay per views they've ever had. Full stop. It's I, it's, it's hard to judge without an audience. I don't know. Maybe oh, dude, it just could have been better, but no, it's terrible. Like I feel bad because everyone in there put on a great match. It's just the finishes. It's the TNA problem. It's like oh, let's do some great matches and absolutely ruin it in in the last mm. two minutes. And that's yeah, what, that's they what did took, that. Yeah. And that's what took down TNA. So. You know, but apparently they're kind of bad. <laughs> yeah, well, look, and that's kind of transitioning to our to, to to the next part of the show, which is Slammiversary, right? So this is so we went in completely blind, and not like Rey Mysterio blind, like actually blind. <laughs> like we didn't know what's going on. Um, yeah, so this was this is uh, TNA's biggest show of the year. Um, I'm just gonna call them TNA, right? It's just to deal with it. Uh, they are Impact Wrestling, but you know. Yeah, why so, not? Just make yourself. Just they, make yourself moose. Just call it TNA. Yeah, they literally... Okay, hold on. We'll get to that. But, uh... <laughs> right. So, um... Yeah, like... This is their second biggest show of the year. Bound for Glory obviously being their biggest show, right? Yeah. We went in completely blind because TNA kind of had just been... You know, ever since they kind of resurged to being like the third brand in wrestling, they're there, but they've been kind of quiet. Now, I was... Uh, they reached out to me directly... Uh, for the press release which is how I knew the show was going on and uh, why I wanted to cover it when I found out what was going on because it actually looked pretty interesting and not not like in a whole like oh you know um, it's in an ironic sense it's in like it's actually quite interesting for what they did now there's some a lot of good and a lot of bad and I want to cover it fair in the next tw- in the 20 minutes that we have left um, so the good was excellent matches some mm. really good surprises I thought they used all the talent really well um, some very very fun little matches 
you know like the main event was really really good um, I really enjoyed the opener with the machine guns absolutely marked out for them because I love the motorcycle machine guns like always have I know Gary was the same um, he actually uh, was talking to him today about it and um, yeah yeah so, they were cool people yeah really cool um, I, you know one of my favourite tag teams of all time the bad who oh, the bad this has a lot of things that they've done before and uh, if, if they're mm. listening please god please god just listen bringing in fired WWE guys is not the way to go and what I mean by that I know so, a lot of them were ex-TNA guys that's fine but relying on the fact that you're you're fired by WWE does absolutely nothing for you it just makes you look low rent in Bush League do not do it and they really did it in this show there was a picture and even afterwards there was a picture of them posing and it's like lads please stop this is really going to go bad for you um, and that would be my main takeaway on this is like we're now repeating this cycle where X W guys come in they they go off on why they were fired and don't focus all the rebuilding that they've done to get to a, to a really strong product can be undermined by this very easily it's a very dangerous road to go some other bad Tommy Dreamer needs to stop wrestling matches on, on this card <laughs> it's just like poor mm. Tommy man he, he's one of the honestly he is one of the greatest wrestlers yeah ever I, I love Tommy Dreamer I do right? he really I, is I, he's great you know and I'm, I'm I know you've met him a bunch of time which I'm super jealous of and I got a chance to interview him which I wish I did but um, it's just he needs to stop like he just anytime he shows up the gimmick of oh I'm ECW fair but it's been running to the ground at this point and I don't think he was the guy to come out and do this TNA thing you know TNA heavyweight it should have been like Raven Raven would have made more sense AJ Styles obviously would have made more sense but he's off in WWE yeah, how many times by the way because we were talking about like current WWE and, or recently fired how many times did they feel the need to mention AJ Styles throughout the night like they mentioned seriously him a lot. guys they mentioned him an awful lot which again it's just like Whoever, one of the great things about Impact Wrestling is they moved away from that focusing on the, the WWE because you know they now they now are like the third brand, which is a really nice spot for them to be in. Um, because you know it it's it's actually it sets the expectation, it delivers, and they're able to actually pump out some pretty good content without that comparison between WWE, which is just never good for them because they're not WWE, which is why you watch them, right? Um, but they need to stop doing that. Whoever's pushing that, please stop because that's only going to go one way, and it nearly killed the company three or four times. So that's my big fear now. My takeaway from this is, oh, here we go again. This is we're right back to. It's it's like you know it it's like the the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. It's like they they do they build this great product. Bring in loads of WDB stars, mm-hmm. lose sight of what they are, and then it falls to shit. And then they have to rebuild again. And it's like, why are you doing this? You know, Dixie Carter, Vince Russo, Jeff Jarrett. It's been blamed to everybody. Again, this is what I've said. You know, with Impact Wrestling TNA, you can change the name all you want, but that mentality needs to stop. And it's obviously not with anyone who's any of those people mentioned it's just the mentality inside the company for some reason so I don't know where it's coming from 
I I don't have a clue. I you know it's the whole thing baffles me, and I just this was a a Ring of Honor esque show. I would say. Yeah, I look that, but I think that's a really nice feel. Like the present, I love the way they shot it. I love the the presentation of it. It wasn't too high production, but it wasn't too low. It was a really nice, it was like Ring of Honor. It was like a high high production ECW show, you know, mm. um, where AEW feels like WCW. That's kind of what it feels like. The matches were really good. I thought the opener was phenomenal. One of the be- match of the match of the of the month for me actually was the guns. Uh, is that you with Chris Saban? Or uh, Sh- Alex Shelley? Oh no, that's some Alex Shelley for you. Uh, Alex Shelley. Uh, <laughs> also really jealous at the same time um, I, I, I do will... have one with Chris Saban as well but we're, we're on Slammiversary now I had to switch, oh, switch thank, my pick yeah, t- thanks Dave yeah, true, I just wanted people to see what it was before I go and block <laughs> it and make it completely nonsensical well no if you move over a little bit it's like he's there with you it's like he's like we have him on the podcast wait if I move over a little bit further no, it's like I'm doing the show with myself <laughs> what's going on guys I'm I'm really I'm really feeling good about our audio listeners this week <laughs> And once someone chimes in, oh my gosh, it's Alex. Nice. Yeah, he's awesome. <laughs> um, um, I, I have to say, I, I love their new look. Their new look was great. It was like a combination of what they did with Red Dragon and the guns. Yes. Super good. Super good. Um, see, but that's your future again. Like, ironically, it's, you know, their past. But kind of working that style with the Rascals was really cool. Started off the show really, really well. Kind of brought it back to what people expected TNA to be. Uh, Moose, I think, is a really good, like, really good performer. Um, yeah. Again, Tommy pulled a good match out of him, but it can only go so far, and uh, it did nothing for either one of them. Uh, I, I really liked Kylie Ray. I think she's great. Um, I'm glad you say that because, as you guys know, and we're gonna need to go through and make a list at some point because this is gonna be like number five or number six. Um, David's diva of the week, and oh, I'm only calling it divas diva because of the, the alliteration. She was my diva of the oh, week. Oh, good choice. Absolutely, she was so and, good. She was yes, so good. and please understand that I use the word diva because a that's what they called him when I grew up. Yep. Oh my gosh, that's the worst excuse to use anything ever. Let me change that. Um, a because it's alliteration. It's Dave's diva. Dave's the divas. The three yeah. D's. We, we we had so far we had, oh, we had Tori last week we had uh, I'm sure Alexa Bliss has been on there well, we see, had uh, Dave, Casey Catterson oh no okay yeah I'm okay I'm just saying Dave just you, saying. you have your boys and then you have your divas so it's fine it's okay it's okay <laughs> um, but no uh, Kylie boys Ray, in the back <laughs> uh, Kylie Ray was great um, I'm glad she's the number one contender now uh, I think the match that she has um, for the knockout championship I hope they don't rush it I hope they build up to it. Um, so yeah, was what it was. I wasn't really taken by the X Division Championship match. It didn't really feel like an X Division title match. It just felt like a match that had guys in it. Yeah, I so. mean, I, I like Willie Mac. Uh, this is the first time I ever saw Chris Bay. They're, obviously, they're very talented. They're just but you know what they should have done. They should have made it. They should have had a like. This is it. Like by doing the X the TNA stuff and not having TNA elements in it, it's weird. So they should have had a. An ultimate X match for this, or a ladder match. Oh, yeah. Or this would be a great time. Well, I don't know. But this, this, this would be a great time suspense. for that. Yeah, it would be a great time for it because it's like, yeah. one, you're bringing people back into this product who maybe haven't seen it before on the fight app. Um, and also, you're trying to kind of. What's the word I'm looking for? 
uh, fill, yeah, fill in the gaps between what mm. came before and what came now and what's weird about the show is none of that f- like it didn't feel like a teenage show but kind of did which is why which was weird but then they also really wanted it to be a teenage show so if I was booking this an X Division match it would have been a cage match a ladder match or an ultimate X match because that's what it should have been now I oh, crap uh, was it this show or last show I think it was WWE where they got to pick the stipulation for the match and they said it came down to either a, a no rope no rope or wire match no it either came down to a cell match or a um, something else and they went with this or the tables match mm-hmm. and it got so close that the winners got to decide I want to call nonsense on that booking that was that that's was, the extreme rules I'm talking about. Yeah, that that was the I versus I match. That's how that happened. No, I thought it was. Uh, no, I thought it was the table. All right, was it? I don't even know. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I don't know. I, 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 <laughs> I'm glad we didn't do the news this week because I'm really out of touch. Well, look, with, with, all I'm saying is with, with the X Division Championship, it has a set expectation, and it's yeah. that it's no limits, and this just felt like a match with guys doing moves, which. You know, it's great for impact, but not great for your second biggest pay per view of the year. Like that's the problem. A lot of these shows, a lot of these matches were just matches. There was no real kind of stipulation to them. You know, which they really missed the boat on it. But one uh, thing I will say that I appreciate is all but one match was either for a championship or for the number one contendership, which I like. So, a lot. I it, yeah, a lot. so it made that like it they had pay per view caliber. Like there was, yeah. yeah, it wasn't just here's Randy Orton versus Edge for a thousandth time. That's it, you know, and people say, oh, but the belts don't mean anything. It's like, no, they kind of do. Like, they add that kind of level of prestige to a match when you're trying to build that up to it as well. And I think every champion they have in, in Impact Wrestling actually carries the belt quite well. But anyway, mm. uh, I like the North versus Ken Shamrock and Sammy Callahan. I actually okay. really like Shamrock and Sammy as a, as a team, um, which okay. is great. Like it wasn't the best match in the world, but it didn't have to be. It was a nice serviceable little cool down after the old, after the 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 X division match. Uh, the knockout championship. What do you think about the knockout championship? I get, this was I, from each show. There was one match that I skipped, and this, this was, was the a, one I skipped for this match. You made a good choice. Um, oh, yeah. I'm just, I'm knocking it out of the park today. You made a good choice. It wasn't. Oh, that's another thing that I can promise you guys. Um, not not <laughs> firing shots, but. Dara and I are not the kind of people who will say, oh, this sucked and I hated it, but have not actually watched it. Like, we will put our time in and watch the shows and then accurately review them with our own opinions and bias naturally. But if something comes up like this, I'm going to tell you guys, hey, I didn't watch this match, so I can't really give you an opinion on it. Because I feel like that honesty is kind of important rather than being like an armchair quarterback who went on Reddit and formed their opinion. Oh, hey, uh, shout out to Undisputed Productions in the chat. Hey, what's up? Hey, um, that's Alex Shelley. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Extreme Rules was good. Wasn't a fan of the editing. Yeah, that's fair. Um, uh, that's yeah. fair. It really wasn't good. Um, and the choices they made was ridiculous. Um, what did you think of Eddie Ed- of of the the five way Impact Championship? Now, here's the thing. This should have been king, this should have been king of the mountain, right? Just gonna say, yes, really should have been king of the mountain. They really missed the boat on that. Like, it, it was weird. Um, so Eddie, so this match kind of came about because Tessa Blanchard just disappeared, and they had a vacant championship, and then people kept getting injured. So our final lineup in this match was Eddie Edwards, 
uh, Ace Austin, Trey, Rich Swan, and the returning Eric Young. Now again, Eric Young, ex-WDB guy, but not really. He's more of a TNA guy, so I'll let this one slide. But what did you do to your back, Eric Young? Okay, who even won the swap match? Nobody. Everybody lost. Including everybody who paid Including to watch it. everybody who paid to watch it. Everyone lost. Nobody won. It was a no con- and if you look on Wikipedia, it's a non-contest. Yeah, the, the Gators? I guess the Gators won? Nobody won. Everyone Nobody had a bad won. time. Everybody had a bad um, time. But yeah, this match, I got to tell you, I thought it was going to be amazing. Uh, the talent in there is great. Eric Young's honestly, I don't know what you did to your back with those tattoos. Um, the mask is cool he comes out wearing, though. That That is cool. Because mm-hmm. I, I didn't realize who it was at first. And I also realized I'm getting old because Eric Young, of all people, is starting to show age. Yeah, that's scary, man. I remember when Eric Young was sprightly. He's not anymore. He is... Hella old. No, yeah, hella old. Um, my biggest complaint about this match is they made Ace... Okay. And I mean no disrespect by this because the, the kid's like, what, 23 years old? Mm. But Ace Austin, they made it out as if he was this tremendous like world champion caliber talent. And honestly, a lot of what he was doing was very indie paint-by-numbers move sets. And I was kind of disappointed in that. I wanted yeah. to see some... Not that he didn't innovate... But I wanted to see a bit more of his character and persona come through, which he, which aside from his hair, I'm not sure I got much of. I actually thought Trey stood out to me as um, a much more intriguing character and high flyer. See, I think a lot of this was based was the structure of the match. They were hmm. really kind of going to build it around Eddie and really building him up as Why? a deserving champion. Because he's he's the most established guy there, you know. It's like uh, undisputed production pops in. I feel bad for EC3. WWE wasted him so much. Same Eric Young, yeah, hundred percent. Don't WWE, worry, we got a we got a vignette for him at the end. Yeah, so. and they rarely execute talent as well. That's well it depends, you know. I think the the TNA guys that made the jump over, they either sunk or swim, or, or swam, and a lot of them were just lost. EC3 was lost from the moment he was called up. Should have stayed NXT, and the same with Eric Young. It's just like I really like Sanity, but I think Eric Young is much better here in TNA. It's the right space for him. EC3, mm. yeah, we got a vignette for him. We'll wait and see. I think AEW would have been better done for him, but it is what it is. Um, I'm furious about the Good Brothers. I'm absolutely. Oh yeah. Furious. Okay, well, go on. That's where I wanted to jump to. So Eddie Edwards wins the match, um, and then Woo-hoo! Good Brothers comes out. What do you think? Uh, like, it made no sense. It was. It was no. It made no sense at all. Why would they? Why would they be friends with Eddie Edwards? Yeah. I don't remember that from their history. Somebody in the comments, you can tell me about some crap that they did in Japan together that makes it awesome. Wow, I sound like an angry person today. <laughs> no, um, I, I think you know, with, with the Good Brothers coming out, I'm like, there was no reason for this. No, Do you know, yeah. Look, undisputed productions impact was good. Um, it's it, this show actually really kind of yeah put faith back in the show. As we said, anything we're 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 picking at now, they're just concerns that we have. So the show itself is quite decent. The only thing I was Cole and Styles did well. Yeah, that's fair. They were big before, exactly. Remember, like those guys were um, they were like faces of their their produ- their uh, promotions beforehand. Styles exactly. got to be a star no matter where he went. But with the Good Brothers, I think... And apparently still an impact, because they'll share replays of him all, all night all long. Night, all night long. <laughs> Which is, all to be long. fair, that's more than we got out of Extreme Rules, so maybe that's why I like Slammiversary more. I don't know. Maybe. And look, I, you know... I, uh, the, great I re- great to see Rich Swan back while you're trying to come up with that thought. Yeah, really Rich, great to see him. Rich Swan and was like... 
Rissong was Sean great. I liked all the guys back. I I thought they yeah. for a match that they booked within like in a week where mm. everybody pulled out. It was very good and very decent. Um, it's just I didn't like the color though. I was not a fan. It was well, too obvious. I don't know if because of there being no crowd, like you literally saw. I don't know that. I, I don't like to see people like gig in front of the. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm okay with that. I just don't want to actually see it done. I want it to be hidden. Well, one thing on the, on the production side of things, they had like no crowd there at all. Right. And it was it was shot in such a way that it was even more kind of off-putting than what WWE used to do. Um, but with AEW, they've kind of done it better from the beginning. So maybe TNA take take some pages out, or even piping crowd noise. I'd be okay with that. Um, Keith, Lee, yeah, I, somebody's piping in money for you. Might as well pipe in some crowd noise. Exactly. Uh, Keith, uh, what's it? Undisputed production pops in. I also hope WWE doesn't ruin Keith Lee. So much talent for his eyes. Oh yeah. I know he's he'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be fine. But, Keith Lee will be fine. But it's still, you know, at the end of the day, I would say for anyone in that sense, unless you get released 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 um, and not like fake released um, NXT is the, is the place to stay it is and like what are we talking about honestly with these releases or I, I guarantee you the good brothers didn't sign a year long deal with TNA they're no. probably doing a per diem a per fe- appearance yeah, and could you know, still it, end up in AEW that's what's going to happen that's what's going to happen they're going to show up on AEW in a, in a week or two and then yep. they, they got paid a bunch of money and this is what I'm saying to you about what, what impact you need to be careful of don't just jump because they're former WWE guys and get screwed out of your money because that's not you know at least lock them down for a decent contract EC3 is going to be there he's going to hang around for a while probably um, obviously Eric Young hasn't gone anywhere he's happy enough to be there but you know a, a lot of these I, I like Keith Slater there too actually yeah, that I moment think, with him and Rhino is worth mentioning but and, here's the thing with yeah. um, Heath Slater Drew McIntyre did the same thing I think going somewhere yep. there that's not the second but the third it's a good place for him to kind of hone his talent build his skill and then go back to WWE which is what he's going to do Unspeed Productions uh, thank you for chiming in we're going to sign off now anyway so thanks for sticking in the chat appreciate we it. are can I say something super quickly yeah of course my least favorite and I hate to go out on a bad note but the absolute worst part of Slammiversary and this kills me to say because I'm such a big fan of his was Joss Matt I, not, I can't even bring myself to say Josh his name Matthews. Josh Matthews what were you doing? What is this new style of commentating where, where you sound, he shouts, but he sounds super bored at the same time. Yeah, and he's yeah. stretching out words. Be you, be the person that made me want to watch independent shows that you were commentating Look, just for your voice. Like that's know. how big of a fan I was. I was the same. I like Josh Matthews. Got to interview him a bunch of times. Great guy, but oh my God stop that you know that's Some, he's that's changed bad. something weird has changed in him i don't know what it is a lot of a lot of this impact stuff it seems like they're in this weird transitional period where they're still trying to find who they are <laughs> which they've been in since 2007 well no it's uh, to be fair they did nearly die and then had to claw their way back up so they're in a very good position now they just got to be careful that they don't throw it all away and then i finally have to finish that book that i've been threatening to write for 10 years so, um, which I don't want to do because that's that's a gargantuan mo- a task which I'm scared to write. So I'm pulling for TNA to stick around solely so I don't have to write the book about it. Um, but uh, yeah, that's it, guys. That's going. Let me to volunteer it. to be your editor, by the way. Happens to be a thing fair. I can do. Fair, fair. fair. Yeah. That that I'm gonna hold you to that. But uh, yeah, no, guys, please do. <laughs> that's gonna. I'll do copyright it. the out of that. Fair. 
there. So guys, that's going to do it for this edition of the Rewind. Next week we have a uh, look back at King of the Ring 1998 with uh, Mr. Anthony Valvo, Mr. V, formerly of Resiview. And uh, yeah, we have a bunch of shows here on the network. So if you guys like, hit subscribe, hit the bell. We're everywhere. Thanks for everyone who's in the chat. Remember guys, if you chat, we will read it out because we appreciate it. And of course, um, we'll be back on the True Penny channel same time every week and of course Phoenix 92.5 FM bye guys <laughs>